You are listening to the Positive Impact Podcast. My name is Aiden. I'm a public speaker, a business consultant, a corporate trainer, and a professional improviser. And I'm Marjorie. And we've been friends for 14 years. This podcast is an experiment. Where we talk about me trying every diet program under the sun and the moon and who knows where else. The Positive Thin Pack podcast is proudly sponsored by The Art of Change, Skills for Life. Change is inevitable. Progress is not. You make the difference. To learn more, visit artofchange.com. It's been a week since we talked. So Marjorie, how are you doing this week? Um, I'm still going pretty good. It it seems like my metabolism was speeding up a little too much. Um, hmm. and, uh, which I'm kind of wiggy about. Um, so, um, what does that I mean? Kinda, well, it just means that, um, I think I may have been crossing the threshold into hyperthyroidism. And um, yeah, and I don't, I don't do as well with that as I do hypothyroidism because I'm not as used to it. (laughs) So um, (laughs) uh, it's kind of an anxiety versus depression thing. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, so where's your mood at this, uh, in the, at the top of this conversation? Well, my mood's not really bad or anything. It's, it's not bad at all. It was just, you know, it was. I don't know. It was like, it was too much too soon. Um, but I still feel pretty good. Wait, wait. When you say too much too soon, can we talk numbers? Like yes. where, where's your, where are your numbers at this moment since you started? Since Bistro I started, MD? since I started Bistro MD, I'm not, I want to say it's about, uh, I'm going to say, well, because I gained most of everything back, it's really you know, since I guess July, which is before Beastro MD, it's 26 point something pounds. Um, cool. I would say a good 15 of that is, is Beastro MD. And you're in week three of Beastro MD? I just finished week three. So cool. I'll, be, I'll be starting week four tomorrow. Yeah. Well, okay, cool. So that's our baseline. But you're right now you have some concerns about hypothyroidism versus hyperthyroidism, which is an anxiety versus depression debate. But I, I don't understand it. But I don't have to understand it alone because we have a special guest. And so I want to introduce um, to our audience, our very special guest from Bistro MD, we have uh, Christy Zagarelli. Did I say your name right, Christy? Uh, Zagarella, yes. <laughs> Zagarella. Well, yes. uh, so, so no, I did not say it right. Um, <laughs> it was close. <laughs> um, so, Christy, tell us a little bit about yourself, about your role at Bistro MD. Yeah, yeah. I am uh, one of the registered dietitians who works for Bistro MD, and I actually help to create all the menus for customers, and I talk to customers via phone or email, or I answer questions on Facebook page. And if they have any questions about the plan or questions about nutrition in general, um, that's kind of my, kind of my role. That's awesome. And how long have you been doing that? 
I have been with the Bistro MD side of things for 11 years. Wow. Um, oh, but wow. before that, I worked, doc- yeah, Dr. Cedarquist has a wellness center in Naples, Florida. And I actually started there out of grad school. Um, and I started there in 2005. So it's been 14 years since I've been with Dr. Cedarquist and her husband, Ed, who is our CEO. Um, and so it's, yeah, definitely been a, been a long ride with them. <laughs> wow. So I'm, I'm jumping to conclusions here, but it sounds like maybe you really care about health and nutrition and wellness. I definitely do. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I mean, that's good. It's good to care about what you, uh, what you spend your work and your time because those things right. can I... be a big piece of your day to day. Yes. Yeah. No, it definitely makes a difference when you enjoy what you're doing and, you know, you see the success and the positive outcomes that people are having. That's definitely a rewarding part of the job as well. So, um, so we have 1 million questions for you. We sent you, <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> we sent you a list of questions um, yes. ahead of time. These may or may not end up being those questions, okay. but they'll, you know, okay. but like, yeah. we just are super curious about um, you, about the work that you mm-hmm. do, about what Bistro MD is all about, about success stories. I'm super curious what your reaction is to the strategy that we are having in general with Marjorie. And I don't know if you know what our, our overall plan is because Bistro MD is a piece of the puzzle, but not yeah, the I'm whole not, pie. I must say I'm not, not familiar with the overall plan. Um, and so if you want to kind of fill me in, I would appreciate that. <laughs> okay. This is super, this is super wild because we're about to get your live reaction to the craziest idea. <laughs> So Marjorie, would you like to do the honors? Sure. Okay. So I've been yo-yoing for 30 something years and mm-hmm. um, I've learned a lot about nutrition in that time. I've learned, you know, it's like, I know what to do, but I always seem to hit this wall and then mm-hmm. I'll backslide and backslide pretty hard. Um. So instead of backsliding um, and instead of, you know, just throwing up my hands and saying diets don't work and blah, 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 Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go to the next thing. So realizing that not everything, not anything maybe is going to work for me forever. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's much healthier to actually lose the weight than to be on this continuous roller coaster of failing and beating myself up and gaining more weight and losing some and then failing. And, and so um, anyway, so we've tried uh, Beast Room B is the second. Well, actual. hang on. So I just want to make sure that that's super clear. So the strategy here uh, is to switch diet plans mm-hmm. every few weeks gotcha. unless okay unless we hit like total gold and something feels really great feels really okay. sustainable then maybe six weeks or eight weeks or until it feels like marjorie is losing steam or about to slide back and then rather mm-hmm. than slide back this is an attempt to game sure. her brain sure. that makes um, sense yeah, by keep staying things, in keep that realm kind of fresh. Of new. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So that's the crazy plan. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so Marjorie, short, yeah, go ahead and tell her. What... Yeah, so in short, I'm doing all the diets. <laughs> and, you know, it's not, not a bad idea, you know. Um, obviously, we hope that Bistro is, you know, 
um, going to be the, the winner and keep you going and keep the variety up for you for a longer term if possible. But What's... keeping that freshness is definitely key to being uh, successful long term. Um, yeah, so far, actually, I think this is the longest one I've actually stuck to. Oh, good. Yeah, um, good. <laughs> and I'll be honest, you know, I'm just now kind of starting to freak out because the weight was dropping pretty quickly because Easter MD has been the most successful thing I've good. tried. <laughs> good, um, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a great thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd like to say, you know, a, a lot of the, the problems that I'm having are, are my relationship with food and my problems and have absolutely nothing to do with the program itself or or anything you know that that y'all are doing at all in fact I would say that this is probably the best diet food I think I've ever had wow good good yeah that we love to hear that and we you know we kind of do try to stress that you know this is kind of a lifestyle change and it's real food you know it's not uh, you know, meal replacements or but we're not looking for that quick fix kind of restrictive diet where you goal and then you go back to the way things were before. So learning how to eat for the long term and learning how to use real food in your diet to lose weight is going to be key. It's retraining your brain and body to the proper portions and proper uh, breakdown of food. Well, so one of the questions that I have is um, Marjorie's goal of loss. So um, we've decided not to share starting weights or end weights on this mm-hmm. podcast, mm-hmm. but um, Marjorie has identified that she has roughly 250 pounds to okay. shed. Yeah. And yeah. so we've shed that first 26 so far. And um, I guess the question that I have, so Marjorie, you were just saying like, it feels like it's sliding off pretty fast, which is brings its own emotional scariness. And then there's also the thyroid stuff, but also like, realistically what is a healthy rate of loss what or what is the margin that you see at bistro md yeah so typically what we see and recommend is that one to three pound loss per week on average in the beginning it can be a little bit more Um, sometimes you have water weight that has to come off or sometimes it's kind of a shock to the system and so it kind of gets into gear quicker and that metabolism is really revved up in the beginning And then over time, it does kind of slow down to that one to three pounds loss per week. And we want it to be that one to three pound loss per week on average, because if over time you're losing too much weight each week, because your body can't keep up, the skin can't keep up with the rate of of weight loss. And so we want that, that loss to be, again, about one to three pounds a week on average. Again, in the beginning, it's perfectly normal to have those big drops the first couple of weeks. It's like, okay, what's going on? Am I losing too quickly? But it's not, you know, if you continue with the big drops, then I would say, okay, we need to add a little bit more calories, kind of slow it down. I was losing more like a pound a day. So, um, yeah. And, and now are you doing, are you doing the three meals and two snacks a day type of plan from us? I am, but I'm only doing five days a week. So, um, okay. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, I would probably be dropping it a little quicker. Um, Part of that, I realize, is that this is a fairly low-calorie plan, and because Mm -hmm. of my size, um, it takes a lot of calories just to sustain my existence. So, um, you know, I'm, but, you know, on an emotional level, uh, my weight is kind of my shield, 
and so sure. I'm losing my shield. <laughs> right. Yeah. It starts yep. feeling and freaky that's... after a while, and then also um, because uh, I, I'm on thyroid medication because I, I had my thyroid surgically removed uh, uh, mm-hmm. almost 15 years ago, and um, anyway, this has happened one other time where. I was doing well. And because thyroid medication is pretty much a numbers game, um, as you lose weight, you know, they have to monitor you pretty closely or it can, you can go into too much medication, which can cause hyperthyroidism. And um, for me, that caused me to have a headache that lasted about three months, a migraine and um, a whole host of issues that came along with that. And I just, I think part of, uh, part of my freak out is that when I feel myself getting kind of there, then I tend to backslide just a little bit because I don't ever want to go through that again. (laughs) Sure. Um, Yeah. I don't blame you. you And it's just a simple blood test and adjusting my medication down. So it's not, I know it's not a permanent condition or, but you know. I, at 25 pounds, I probably need the blood test again. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, the... that's something I hadn't even thought about, Marjorie, is like, how often are you going to have to go touch me so that you know that you're staying up to date on, um, on you know, not just like where you have been, but where you are now? And how does that change things? Um, well, that that is something uh, I see my doctor next month that I'll talk to my doctor more about. But generally, they recognize or they recommend every 20 to 30 pounds going and getting a new TSH test because they may need to adjust the medication. So it was happening when I was losing, I lost, you know, like I say, like 15 pounds in two weeks. And I was just like, Whoa, it was, it was a little (laughs) too fast. (laughs) But like I say, the, the food is phenomenal. Um, you know, the plan itself is, Again, as somebody, not somebody that has your training, obviously, but as somebody who has yo-yoed most of her life, um, mm-hmm. the, the plan seems very sensible to me and not at all Good. crazy or radical. Good. Perfect. That's exactly what we want. And, you know, kind of going back to the weight loss and the rate of weight loss is if, if someone comes to me and says, you know, I am losing weight too quickly and it's like, okay, we need to back off on the weight loss because we, we do want it to kind of calm down and be in that one to three pound loss per, per week range. Sometimes it tells me, you know what, we're, we're too low in calories right now and we need to bump it up. And what happens if you continue to eat too few calories for your body, it's going to start slowing way down on you in order to conserve energy and not burn it, which we don't want happening. So we want to prevent that. So sometimes I'll bump people up from the two snacks a day to the three snacks a day plan. And um, so that's, that's kind of one area that we could look at is bumping up the calories just slightly to kind of give it your body again, a little bit more fuel and maybe slow down that rate at the weight loss a little bit more for you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, so Christy, what got you interested in nutrition in the first place? I bet there's a story (laughs) there. There is. So growing up, I was very active. Um, I played sports in high school. And when I went to college, I actually thought I wanted to be an athletic trainer. And one of the first classes they make you take is Nutrition 101. And from there, I was hooked. And so from that (laughs) point on, I changed my mindset of what I wanted to do. And I went the uh, dietetics route. And so I 
I got my bachelor's in diet, my master's in food and nutrition. I still love to work out. It's, I love to run. And so knowing how to fuel the body properly and knowing what nutrients you need and, and even just the general population, um, it just always has been fascinating to me. So, and, and so I imagine there's a giant difference between fueling the body for athletics and the type mm-hmm. of nutritional counseling that you often end up yes. doing with Bistro MD. Can you talk a little bit about yes. that difference? Yeah. So obviously when you're fueling the body for a workout, if someone is really athletic or, or an athlete, um, they're going to need a lot more calories. Um, they're going to need a lot more protein and even a lot more carbs. And so it comes down to what type of, of macronutrients are you giving the body and what the breakdown is. And what we have found with weight loss is obviously you don't need as many calories as you do when you're working out a lot or you're an athlete. And so we drop those calories Well, we don't recommend a low carb diet. We recommend a moderate carb diet. So it's not going to be as high as somebody who's burning a lot of their um, carbohydrate storage uh, through workouts and and being active in general. And so our carbohydrates on our plan kind of make up about 30 to 35% of the total daily calories. Whereas for an athlete, I would put that up a lot higher. Cool. I only followed about 10% of that, if I'm being <laughs> super honest. <laughs> but I'm fine with that. I think, you know, I think it's worth noting that there's math involved. Like, to me, that was my takeaway. Like, there's math involved. Uh, yes. It's a bit yes. of a numbers game. And then I imagine also each body, because, uh, you know, I have this belief that we're all delicate snowflake flowers, um, all, all nearly 8 billion of us. Um, so, you know, everyone's just got their own little unique signature way of digesting food. Correct. Correct. And I tell people all the time that, you know, losing weight, gaining weight, being maintaining weight is not a one size fits all type of thing. And we can't put you in this box that says, okay, if you follow this type of plan to a T, you're going to have this success that you want. Um, It is kind of a trial and error type of thing. And it's like, okay, let's find the right recipe that works for your body. And, uh, you know, nothing is ever stagnant either. It's always kind of fluctuating. And that kind of goes back to the whole mindset of changing up diets, you know, changing up the way that you do things. And it's like a workout. If you do the same workout over and over and over again, your body gets used to it and it doesn't have to work as efficiently anymore. So you always kind of want to be in that evolving uh, situation and kind of keep things, keep things kind of fresh for your body. Cool. Well, I love hearing you say that you are in support of this crazy idea that we're doing. I love that. <laughs> I think it sounds <laughs> because. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not as you uh, clearly is <laughs> super obvious. Our listeners already know this, but now you definitely know this as well. I am not expert, uh, nor am I a doctor, nor am I a therapist. I'm just a friend, and also I come from this improv background. Background. So, um, and we'll use that a little bit at the end of this call, but. Um, you know, for me, it's just this, I want to be supportive of my friend. And also I'm just sure. super curious about it. So the last yeah. diet we explored, the 10 hour coffee diet. Are you familiar with that? I am not familiar with that one. I have heard of other types of diets, but not that one exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Marjorie, you should tell her what it is. Well, okay. <laughs> so it's a, um, have you heard of like bulletproof coffee? Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So it's a similar concept. Um, it's a meal replacement where for breakfast and lunch, you have um, coffee, you know, either uh, you're supposed to have like organic coffee. I had fairly caffeinated tea, 
Um, mm-hmm. this, the irony of all of this is I don't like coffee, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, but anyway, and then you add uh, coconut oil and um, mm-hmm. grass-fed butter and protein powder um, mm-hmm. to the to the coffee. Do that twice a day, and then eat a sensible dinner, um, and then you do that for like six days a week. And I did that for a while. Uh, one of my challenges is um, having food at work. And there mm-hmm. for a while, I was just not into eating at work at all. And mm-hmm. so that worked for me for a little while. And then I got to where it didn't. <laughs> so <laughs> so we switched. Yeah, so, so we, we switched. switched. <laughs> and that's when we <laughs> switched. Makes sense. The Beastro um, MD. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, so when you hear, when you hear that to me, I was like, that sounds insane because you're drinking, because you're drinking food instead of chewing it. Although it had protein powder. So arguably, but you know, like to me, that is a crazy diet though. I have shared that I did the HCG protocol, which is a completely insane 500 calorie diet um, with hormone injection. What a craziness that was. Um, What is the most horrific, strangest diet story or program that you've heard without necessarily throwing anybody under the bus? Just... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I've I've heard the gamut from starvation, kind of like the HCG diet, Mm -hmm. um, where it's just very, very low calorie to everything of the, the cabbage, you know, diet or the diet where you, you know, put hot sauce on everything because mm. uh, people feel like the, and, and there's capsaicin in the hot sauce. And so it might raise your metabolism a little tiny bit. So if people think it raises it a little bit, a lot of it is going to raise it a whole lot. And so <laughs> they have hot food at every single meal and every single snack thinking, all right, my metabolism is going to get totally revved up here and I'm going to burn calories like crazy. So I'd have to say probably the hot sauce diet is that and the starvation diets are probably the two um, craziest ones that I've heard of. Uh, starvation diet, not necessarily crazy in the, uh, the, the way that people do it, or I guess the, the mentality of it. People think cutting calories too low is, or cutting calories very low is going to help them lose weight. Um, but definitely I think the, the putting hot sauce on anything is everything is probably kind of, kind of crazy in my book. And I love hot sauce, but <laughs> there's a point that it's like enough is enough. <laughs> I also love the idea that you would treat hot sauce like it has magic powers, you know, like, correct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, I mean, if I, I love just that take idea. spoonfuls of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, amazing. And then I'm also on the flip side of that. What's the most, um, like, I'm sure you have tons of stories working uh, for 14 years in this field mm-hmm. and 11 of those at Bistro MD. I'm sure you've got a ton of stories, but do you have a favorite success story you like to share? You know, I, I have my stories that, that I do like, and some of them do involve uh, people who have lost over a hundred pounds. And I, I know two of our customers offhand, one of them I met um, and he lost a hundred pounds and he's been maintaining that hundred pounds for, I think I want to say like five years now. Wow. Um, so he's done really, really good. And then, Another lady just, you know, I, I found out from our, a couple of our Facebook posts that she just hit the 100 mark, you know, milestone. Um, so there's, you know, a couple of those 100 plus pound uh, losses and definitely life changing and, and something people should be proud of. But actually, some of my favorite success stories are not really based off of like pounds lost. Um, there a lot of them are based off of people telling me they have lower blood pressure now or their blood sugars are lower 
um, or their cholesterol, their bad cholesterol is lower. And, and a lot of people have told me they've been able to get off medications for these things, which I think is a huge, huge thing is, you know, we're all about using food as medicine. Um, and so if you're able to cut down on the amount of medications you're taking because you've changed your diet, I think that's, you know, definitely, definitely the best success stories in my opinion. You know, I don't know if you're familiar with our, our Facebook page, but we just did a, um, a summer challenge. Mm. So kind of going back to the pounds loss, you know, we got the community together and everybody joined in and, and you know, let us know how much weight they were losing each week. And um, the total number was over 200 pounds lost for the summer. Um, so I think that when you put it all together and everybody comes together and supports each other, um, that's a huge success too in my book. Um, so again, it's, it's kind of Kind of what I really love to hear is any progress, whether it's weight loss numbers, whether it's lowering, um, you know, the, the things in, inside your body that you can't necessarily see from the outside. Uh, they're all success stories, in my opinion. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, community seems huge. Yes. Having community is sort of famously about having accountability. But I right. think... I think the part that gets underplayed is that support is super, super important. And that realization that you don't have to do things alone is actually so much more valuable than accountability. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And, and you should hear the amount of times I am talking to somebody on the phone and I always let people know that I end all my phone calls with, you know, don't forget the dietitian services come with your plan. And so if you need motivation along the way, you know, you're not alone in this. And because people sometimes do feel alone. And I think that when you start feeling alone in it, like you kind of touched on before, you start feeling okay to lie to yourself, kind of. You know, you, you start cheating here or there because nobody else knows. And I don't have to be accountable to anybody else but myself. And I'm just lying to myself. So it's not a big deal. But when you mm -hmm. kind of know that there are people behind you and people encouraging you and cheering you on, it, it kind of reinvigorates, you know, your mindset, even if you have a little slip up, because everybody has slip ups. It's nice to see, okay, you know what, I'm not the only one who cheats every now and then, and it's okay, I can get back on track with things. And so I think that the community is just a very nice thing to have. And even if you don't want to tell friends and family, you know, that's why we have this members only Facebook page. Um, and I have a lot of people tell me, you know what, I'm just not ready to tell my family that I'm, I'm trying to lose weight or I'm on this diet. And it's mm -hmm. like, okay, well, at least lean on us, lean on the, the members of the, the bistro. And just, <laughs> I could be just such an air hog. I'm like, hello. So Marjorie, do you must have, this is a rare opportunity. You must have questions as um, well. Well, I know y'all were talking about the Facebook page and I wanted to tell you that I have worked on it and I see your posts on there quite a bit. One of the, the things that I constantly see on the Facebook forums is that the snacks are changing. Um, that's something that I have to say, uh, more than anything else, I consistently love the snacks. Um, oh, good. In good. what direction? And, and by changing, yeah, by changing, we're not, it, most of them are still going to be around. Um, we're always trying to add new snacks to the snack mix to give it more variety. Uh -huh. Um, and recreating or revamping some of the um, ingredients in the meal or snacks, uh, the nutrition on some of the snacks, like some of the, the shakes we're redoing to take out the um, sucralose in it. And it's going to be stevia because we like stevia a lot better. Okay. Um, so it's kind of revamping the snacks. And, and again, it's also adding in different snacks. So we found, you know, a couple of other things that will be introduced 
But for the most part, the ones that are there now will, will likely still be around. It's just adding to it. Okay, cool. The one thing I think I've consistently found that I don't particularly care for is on the breakfast, the scrambled eggs, which is really the only way I usually like eggs. Um, Mm -hmm. The scrambled eggs are just ick. And I've tried different ways of heating them and they're just, they're not, Mm -hmm. they're not super great. Just not your cup of tea. Not Mm -hmm. my cup of tea. Um, (laughs) On the other end of that scale, the frittatas are just amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, good good yes I love them too (laughs) yeah and um so it's not I and then one of the things one of one of the reasons I chose Bistro MD is um so I and you know our podcast listeners know I abhor tomatoes actually I'm finding (laughs) it's mostly red food I don't know why I've always had this problem but I think it's so funny I mean, it's like next level hatred of tomatoes. And, you know, I'm like, I'm always trying to find where does the boundary lie on this tomato thing? Because she's like, it's a texture thing. But then tomato juice and tomato sauce are off limits. And I'm like, those aren't the same texture. Yeah, not the same texture. Right. No, they're not. And honestly, I think it's just, I would call for an entire world eradication of tomatoes at this point. It's ridiculous. And we, and in my house, we grow them and they're like a hot commodity. Like tomatoes are the best thing. Yeah, no. Yeah, we, we love them here. We definitely love our tomatoes and tomato sauce and <laughs> ketchup. Um, but anyway, so it's really hard for me because um, to find one of these plans where I don't have to mm-hmm. kind of modify or do things myself because... Um, it seems like the second you start talking low calorie food, it's a lot of like pasta and tomato sauce that they throw at you. And I don't know why, (laughs) um, or, you know, tomato soup or, and, Mm -hmm. and I think one of the things that I really liked, um, is that, uh, I could come up with the reason I chose the five day plan is I could actually come up with five days. That yeah, just of no tomatoes, of no tomatoes, yeah. <laughs> yep, of tomato-free food. And then once right. I got behind the paywall, there's there's actually even more. Um, now I think one of the things that I see with Bistro MD that I don't see in any other plan is the variety of cuisines. Um, mm-hmm. I was wondering, is that something you know, I guess intentional because I've never seen like. African food or you know um oh that sounds cool oh yeah like one of the meals is African peanut stew oh yum Um, I love African peanut soup Mm -hmm. so it's it's really good and yeah we definitely try so we want to have a huge variety because like you everybody has their personal preferences we want to be able to provide a huge variety no matter what your dietary preferences are, there's still going to be hopefully a good, unless, unless your list is very, very long to where you don't like this or this or this, where it excludes a lot of meals. We want you to have a good variety because I find that the minute you start limiting, especially in variety with foods, the minute you start limiting, limiting, limiting is the minute you start searching out somewhere else for what you're, what's going to satisfy you. Yes, we have pasta on the plan. And yes, we have potatoes and rice. And, you know, it's, it's, again, allowing yourself to have these things in moderation and getting that good variety. And, and to tell you the truth, 
you know, you want a whole variety of foods in your diet to make sure that you are getting all the different vitamins and minerals and nutrients that every different food group is going to have to offer. Um, so you don't really want to get in the habit of eating the same foods over and over and over and over again, because then you're giving your body the same nutrients over and over and over again. If you eat the same types of foods, same types of calories and, and makeup of calories day in and day out, your body's going to get used to it pretty quickly. And that's when that plateau hits. And so we want to keep that variety up to keep the metabolism in a guessing mode and to keep your mind you know, uh, in, in a guessing mode as well, too. So it doesn't get bored quickly. So if you're not enjoying what you're eating, you are not going to stick with it. And then, you know, then you're going off and maybe going through the drive through because it's like, oh my gosh, like, I can't bear to look at such and such a meal, you know, again tonight. I just don't want to do it. I'm just going to go get, you know, whatever through fast food and just call it a night. And so we want to keep that that uniqueness and again, freshness and variety up with the, the meal. So it is very important to us. And I'm glad that you're, that you're recognizing that. <laughs> hey, I have a question. So mm -hmm. Chrissy, 11 years at Bistro MD, be honest mm -hmm. with us, which one is the good one? Cause you know, like there's the one that's actually <laughs> like really yeah. good, which one yes, is the good one? Yes, yes, yes. So my, I have, I have three favorites and they are kind of the same family. Well, first, for, for breakfast, the frittatas are definitely, definitely the favorites of mine for, for breakfast foods. For entrees, my three favorites are the barbecue meals. So the barbecue, uh, the barbecue beef with the potatoes, the barbecue pork with the broccoli, and the barbecue pork with the peaches. So those are, again, obviously I like barbecue, clearly. Um, those are, are probably my top three entrees. My other favorite, favorite entree is going to be the beef chipotle chili. Um, I am a, a chili lover. It's probably another, another high up there on the, the list for me. And on the flip side, is, is there one that you're like, it's fine if you never eat this one? Because it's you know, actually it's all, just not. Personal <laughs> yeah, preferences. And, and obviously, I have my personal preferences of what I just am not a huge fan of, um, just taste wise, not anything yeah. you know, regarding the meals. And you know, I'm not a huge fan of tofu. Um, so we have two, you know, tofu meals. And so personally, that might not be my favorite one. Mm -hmm. um, but again, it might be someone else's who's, who really loves tofu and they take on great flavor. So I can't knock it. It's just, again, just not, not my personal preference. Right on. Marjorie, you were about to ask something. I butted my way oh, in. Oh, no, no, no. I was actually about to ask that question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what is our favorite? Cause yeah, cause, um, I'm, I'm actually, I find myself in the branching out my uh, palate mm -hmm. a little bit and mm -hmm. perfect and perfect. eating foods that I probably would not consider were I eating out. And, um, mm -hmm. actually my favorite is the sea bass with the pineapple coconut milk. Sauce. Oh yes. Holy yes. Smokes, that one is a good one. <laughs> well, and good. I tell you, I would never in a million years, like pick that if I was somewhere. <laughs> I, it sounds so isn't, and isn't it funny how, you know, if you allow yourself to try different things, it's like, oh, I never would have thought I would like that. And I'm glad that I gave it that one chance and tried it because now it's a, a favorite of mine. Speaking of keeping people from getting bored with things, something that Marjorie mm -hmm. and I do at the end of every episode, we <laughs> play a game. Are you familiar with improv, Christy? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, would you be game to try and play a an improv game with us I can try <laughs> <laughs> and also Marjorie does not know what game I have brought as well 
So, um, no, Marjorie, are you game for whatever this is? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> she laughed evilly. Okay. So, um, I thought it would be fun to play the I like my blank like I like my blank game. I was thinking we would play um, I like my dinner, um, like I like my dates. And then you just fill in the blank with the punchline. So, for example, um, I like my dinner like I like my dates. Spicy. Or (laughs) I like my dinner like I like my dates. They can smell bad as long as they taste good. So... (laughs) So that's, that's how the game is played. Are there any questions? Not on my end. <laughs> no, none. I'm just, I think I'm thinking. I think I'm going to be bad at I know. Thinking. So I'll start. I'll do another one. And then, uh, and then each of, and then Marjorie, you go. And then Christy will hear from you. Sound good? Okay. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I like my dinner. Like I like my dates. Um, all right. I like my dinner like I like my dates. Attractive and filling. (laughs) Okay. I like my dinner like I like my dates. Tomato-free, but a little tangy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. Um, I like my dinner like I like my dates. Um, hot and on time. Oh, good. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> um, I like my dinner like I like my dates. Well rounded, but also well portioned. Oh man! <laughs> I like my dinner like I like my dates. Ready to go in under five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like my dinner like I like my dates. Not too carb heavy. <laughs> Is that the one? I don't know. Is that one protein. thing? <laughs> oh, wait, say that protein joke one more time. I said full of lean protein. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. All right. Um, well, I want to be mindful of time. Thank you for being game to play that silly game. I love that game. I play it in the car. <laughs> I think it's super fun. Um, but so thanks for being willing to do that. Thank you for answering our questions. Marjorie, before I let Christy go about her evening, is there anything else you want to ask her? Oh, what is in the packing material? Do you know? Um, I am not 100% familiar on that, but I do know that it's, uh, you can recycle it, um, but I don't okay. know exactly what's in it. I do know on the Frequently Asked Questions section on the website, they have a link oh. to what exactly okay. it is. Oh. Yeah. Do you have any tips? Yes. For, for recycling all the things? You know, a lot of people will uh, make beds like for animals oh, okay. out of it. Uh, yeah, they stuff like they make like a pillow and sew it and then stuff it with it. Or people have been recently uh, using it as insulation for like windows and houses. Whoa. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, one lady actually used it as like a, um, underneath the mulch in her garden so that weeds aren't gro- growing through huh. it. Uh, okay. So, yeah, so there's a lot of a lot of different ways to use it or you can put it in the recycling bin and it, they can they can take it away and recycle okay, it. Cool. Oh, that's a- that was it. Thank that was you a good so one. much. I really appreciate you coming yeah. on. 
Yeah, you're more than welcome. And again, you know, like I end my phone conversations with everybody, you know, don't hesitate to reach out to me if you have questions uh, along the way here, because I am here to help you out in any way that okay, I can. I will. Thanks. You're very welcome. Thank you so much, Christy. We super appreciate you taking um, some time to hang out with us today. And, um, you know, go forth and be happy. I'm terrible. Be well. Be well. Yes. I am so terrible <laughs> <Yes>. at taglines. <laughs> I am too. But yes, I, I like the be well because, you know, that fits in a lot of things. Mentally, physically, be well. <laughs> I like it too. Go forth and be well. And thank you. Thank you. Thank yes. you. If you enjoy listening to our little podcast, take a moment today to leave us a review wherever you consume Positive Impact, whether on iTunes, Google Play, or elsewhere, we would love to hear from you. In fact, if you'd like to leave us a message, feel free to visit us at anchor.fm slash positive slash message to leave a voicemail, and we may even play it in our next episode. Are you still there? Yeah, that was fun. She was a lovely human being. She was a lovely human being. I am, I am, uh, I am really, I am really totally tickled that she was willing to play that game. Yeah. Yeah. So before we actually end the episode, surprise, Christy, we kept recording. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Before we actually end the episode, I'm curious, Marjorie. So I know you're three weeks in which Mm -hmm. is already more time than we've spent on the previous stuff successfully. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And so, but, but also, so normally I think this would probably be a moment when we'd be like, maybe it's time to think of the next thing, but you've just had this great conversation with Christy. So how are you feeling about all of it? Um, I'm feeling like I want to go a couple of more weeks. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go longer than that. Um, but I'm feeling like I want to go a couple of more weeks. That's exciting. Yeah. Are you going to take her advice and add a snack? Probably not. Because uh, I actually, I called off work Friday and I didn't stick to it Friday. Um, And I was really off of it yesterday and today. Uh But I'm going to get back on it. I mean, I think it kind of motivated me to get back on it. And Mm -hmm. so um, maybe we'll see how next week goes. And maybe I'll add a snack after that. Awesome. After next week. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a solid strategy. Yeah. And and mood-wise, I mean, I know we talked about this at the beginning of the call. But mood-wise, it feels like you're a little more reserved today than the last time we talked. So how are you feeling for real? Are you kind of freaked out about this weight loss? Yeah, totally. Um, my, my clothes were, you know, fitting me better because everything had gotten so tight on me. And so it rapidly within, you know, a period of two weeks went from being, you know, still kind of tight to fitting me to, you know, all of a sudden my pants felt like they were about to fall off. I have, so many various sizes of clothes um, that have hung around probably for the last 20 years. Um, but um, they're all like in those space bags in my garage. And, mm, mm-hmm. and so I need to make sure that, you know, nothing's gotten to them and they're still intact, A, and B, they're still, you know, 
okay to wear. Like I say, I just, I had a couple of uncomfortable moments last week where I was just like, okay. And then I started getting some headaches Mm -hmm. and um, then I realized, oh, it's been 25 pounds. That's something I need to address with my doctor. So I basically need to talk to my doctor if she thinks that I should start seeing an endocrinologist again. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, what they've done in the past when I'm actively trying to lose weight is just um, have an open order for uh, that particular blood test at the lab. And then I can just go whenever I start feeling off and they can adjust it accordingly. So, um, but like, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So that's something that I'll probably be talking with my doctor about in the next few weeks. Yeah, um, I can I can hear the anxiety in your voice. Is it the kind of thing that you might call your doctor before your appointment? Like, call maybe. this week? Yeah, I mean, but the other thing, too, is I can, you know, I don't know. I could do things on my own. See, I mean, it seems like a phone call is probably a good idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... Maybe <laughs> might be a good idea to talk to somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, right. It'd definitely be probably worth going in. You know, getting a blood test that's cheap and simple and easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, so anyway, it was really. I thought it was really great that uh, we had an opportunity to talk to Christy about Bistro MD, and um, I'll be curious to see what happens. And it's also like. Um, the one thing that this program has definitely done so far is show that uh, it's not just losing weight that's part of this journey. It's all the other stuff that goes with it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I realize, I think, too, um, I think part of this has really proven to me that when people say that diets don't work, I don't think that's true. I think diets do work. I think that the problem is, is that, um, you have to get over your, you know, humanness sometimes and, uh, you know, um, in order for them to work. But, um, I don't think that all diets work for everybody all of the time. So, yeah. Well, so um, if we're trying to stick within that one, one, two, one to two, maybe three pounds a week mm-hmm. loss, mm-hmm. then I was trying to do the math. I should have had you do it <laughs> on <laughs> how many weeks is realistic. Um, okay. Or how many, so, or how many months that would realistically take well, like how long of a journey might you be on if you were to maintain that pace the whole time okay so let's say you know let's go with two pounds since it's in between there right, right. so I've lost 26 that means I have 224 to go yeah so 224 divided by two is let me see 112 weeks there's 52 mm-hmm. weeks in a year so you're looking at a couple of years, which is about, you know, what I thought it would take. Well, that's great news for our listeners. There's just plenty of journey ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> we'll see. It'll so, drop off next week and it'll be like, oh, man, two years of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a few seasons and then and then we'll have to, then we'll be on the 
maintenance journey, which is a way harder, less exciting journey to listen to. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God, I can't have anything. <laughs> I haven't eaten a carb in three years. No. <laughs> you know, or not. Maybe it'll be all carbs by then, just very few of them. I don't know. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, um, enjoy the rest of your week. May you have you a too. health-filled, joyous week and a better tagline future. <laughs> and hey, be positive. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Just amazing. Just amazing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Marjorie. Well done. You're doing great. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye.